The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 25 of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. And I'm Colin Matheson. I can't believe it's episode 25. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for listening week after week after week. Thanks for your great comments, your great ratings. And don't forget, we drop a new episode every single Monday unless we're on vacation. But don't forget, come back on Mondays. And thanks for following us on social media, too, at Two Fairy Godfathers. Okay, let's get into it. Today's episode is a fairy focus. You know, we're fairies, so we like to focus on things. What is the focus of today's fairy focus? It's one of our favorite resorts, the Polly. That's right. So if you don't know what a fairy focus is, it's an episode where we go in-depth on a particular topic, and uh, we are going to do Walt Disney World's Polynesian Resort, uh, one of the on-property resorts for Walt Disney World, and it is considered a, a deluxe property. So uh, that equals a little pricier uh, than other resorts, but I think we'll try to convince you uh, – that it's well worth the money. Call us start with the basics with the Polynesian. What exactly is the theme? Well, it's kind of in the name, so self-explanatory there. But it is Polynesian themed, so um, it's islands in the South Pacific um, for all the buildings. Very tropical. There's torches. There's hula dancers. There's Hawaiian music. Sandy beaches. Overwater bungalows. You're transported to paradise at this place. You really are. It's one of the best, in my opinion, it's one of the best themed resorts um, at Walt Disney World. It's a little cheeky, so if you're looking for fancy, uh, then maybe the Grand Floridian is for you. But this is this is just a fun atmosphere. The grounds are fun. The the just the kind of the the vibe is so us. Um, we like that. It is a little cheese ball in, you know, in, in some areas, but you know what? It does it, you know, we go to Hawaii a lot and it does make me feel like it's a little slice of Hawaii smack dab in the middle of Orlando. Yeah, it, it really does. They, you know, their costumes are Hawaiian shirts. They play Hawaiian music. I just am so relaxed. I'm never more relaxed at Disney than I am when I'm at the Poly. Yeah, and it is, you know, it's one of the first resorts um, built for Walt Disney World, and it has a lot of history. Like, uh, for instance, one of my favorite fun facts, allegedly the Beatles decided to break up in the lobby of the Polynesian, but I've only heard that once, so I really don't know if that's true. Where did we hear that? Wasn't it somebody told? Do you remember that, or are you looking at me like, no, you don't remember that? Well, I remember it, but I don't remember who told us. Maybe it was a cast member. I think it was a bartender, that first bartender at that pool bar. But anyway, so it is a, it's a Polynesian theme, Hawaiian theme. It runs throughout. It was recently remodeled, I believe, in like 2015, 2016, somewhere uh, around there, right? I think so. Yeah, 2014, 2016, somewhere in there. But one of my favorite things about it is the smell. Yeah, it does. It even has, you walk through the double doors, you know, you come out of the Orlando heat, the automatic doors slide open into the Grand Hall, and you immediately, I can smell it now. You immediately feel like, ah, I am on vacation. And for us, I feel like, oh, we're home. We're at the poly. It's, it just, oh, I'm smelling it now. And and it's, 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 it connects me to Walt Disney World when I had that smell. I, look, I'm not kidding. I think they should figure out a way to put that smell into candles. They have yet to do that. Well, other companies do, but Disney doesn't do it, which is a huge mistake. But you can find them on Etsy and stuff like that. Okay, let's talk location um, as far as where the Poly is located. Now, I kind of hinted at this a little bit ago, but Kyle, where is it? 
It's in the Magic Kingdom Resort area. So it's tucked between the Transportation and Ticket Center and the Grand Floridian, and it's um, close to Magic Kingdom then. So, yeah, it's perfect. I mean, if you want to, uh, if Magic Kingdom is on your list and it's going to be the resort that you spend the most time at, this and, and you want a deluxe resort, you want to go like Kahuna's out. I would, and, and you want that fun vibe, you don't want an overly fancy vibe, I would look at the Polynesian because of location, you know, location, location, location. This is perfect. You can get there, you have access to the monorail, the monorail pulls right into the Great Hall. Um, you can get there by boat. You can't walk to the Magic Kingdom yet. There's rumors that they're going to be working on a walkway. But anyway, um, it is just perfect if MK is your main park. Why we love it? I mean, uh, we kind of talked about this just a few seconds ago, but... This is the resort that's kind of most close to our vibe. I mean, we just want, we don't want overly fancy. When we're at Walt Disney World, we want relaxed. We want fun. We want, um, I, I don't mind cheesy. I mean, did I leave anything out as far as why we love it? Well, and it's the whole package. Like, it, it really delivers on on-site dining, vibe, pool, location, convenience, like it just has everything that we want in a resort. And let's break down the specifics. Let's talk about dining first. And uh, the Grand Dame is the much talked about Ohana. Kyle, kind of explain what Ohana is. So Ohana is a Hawaiian themed family style like steakhouse, um, especially for dinner. They do breakfast there as well. But dinner is the big one that everyone goes for. Hard to heart, very difficult to get a reservation. Um, so they come around, you start with like your salad, your chicken wings, your udon, or not udon, um, lo mein, lo mein, um, that kind of stuff. And then they move on to coming around with like the giant skewers of meat. Yeah. <laughs> you get chicken, steak, or shrimp. Yeah, it's great. Um, we have a, a, a friend there that we love. I mean, just adore her and we go there all the time and we see Bridget um, but the, the staff is always friendly go hungry do not like eat a whole bunch of the park and then expect to take full advantage of Ohana I would skip a meal if Ohana is your dinner because you want to eat until you explode I would also make it the last thing of the night because if you get a reservation around the fireworks it's important to note that they pump in the music for the Magic Kingdom fireworks and you can watch it it's like a they have windows that wrap all the way basically around the restaurant. So it's just, it's a stunning view of the Magic Kingdom and the fireworks. Yeah, a couple things to note with this. One, be sure to save room for dessert. Don't fill up on everything because that dessert is fantastic. Um, two, the host check-in stand is not in the restaurant. It's on the other side of the area. So I know the first time you go, it's kind of confusing on where to go. So there's a whole desk. It says Ohana check-in. It's a long line of people. You'll see it. Yeah, it's it's one of our favorites. Again, ask for Bridget. Trader Sam's, what is it? This is a fun tiki bar. Again, a little trickier to find, kind of hidden down on the first floor as you're leaving the Great Ceremonial Hall. But it's really well-themed. It's smaller. There are, like, surfboards and, you know, idols and all kinds of stuff hanging on the ceilings. All the drinks are rum-based. Well, I shouldn't say all, but I think 99% of them are yeah. rum-based. Because um, they're tiki drinks, and they all have unique glassware. Different things happen in the bar when people order them. So you know, you get the—I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head—but like the pearl, it comes up from a clam, open, opens up. They bring it out. They do this chant. You know, some of them will 
anger the tiki goddess, and then, like, it starts to thunder and lightning in there. It's super fun. Yeah, it's so well-themed, and it's one of those restaurants, really. It's one of those bars that has a healthy dose of Disney magic. It's You're going to just absolutely love it. Next, uh, Captain Cook's. What is it? This is just a quick-serve spot on property. Um, you know, you can get your prepackaged stuff to go. You can do, like, um, you know, scrambled eggs or French toast in the morning. It's just their counter service quick serve thing. But it's nice that there's one on property. Kona Cafe. Um, this is kind of a step down from Ohana. It's still, it doesn't look like it's going to be a nicer restaurant, but it is. They've added some things on the menu, like their steaks and such, that are higher end. Um, but it isn't like an enclosed, private-looking restaurant. So the vibe doesn't really match the menu. But um, if you can't get into Ohana, this is another on-site restaurant that is a little nicer. Yeah, and it's and it's a good choice. And um, our our buddy, we love her, uh, AJ from Disney Food Blog. She's the expert at this, and she said that this restaurant's actually getting better. It used to just be like, but it's getting better. They're trying harder. I think Disney really wants to make this a destination restaurant. It's not at this point to me, but um, it's a good option if you can't get into Ohana. And finally, covering dining, the spirit of Aloha. What is it? Yeah, so this is a dinner show um, where they actually do a luau. You buy tickets for it. It's outside um, in between the Polynesian and the Grand Floridian, so off to that direction you'll see it. Um, and they do a full luau, and you get dinner and everything with that. So that's a fun one. Yeah. Go in the gift shop, buy yourself a nice little shirt. So if you didn't bring a Hawaiian shirt, don't worry about it. They sell them there um, at the gift shop. Okay. Now we're going to talk pools, uh, rooms, like what, you know, maybe some tips on how to pick out the best room for you and some amenities. But first, we're going to take a small break and hear from our good friends at Travel Leaders. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To start planning a magical Disney vacation with a Travel Leaders Advisor, visit tvlleaders.com slash tfg. That's tvlleaders.com slash tfg. Okay, welcome back. Talking, uh, our fairy focus today is on the Polynesian at Walt Disney World. Let's talk pools. I believe this is actually one of the best things to me about staying at the Polynesian, and there are two pools. Yeah, so there's the lava pool, which is the one that you see right outside the Great Ceremonial Hall. It's got the water slides. It's more for kids. Um, adults can still go there. There's a bar. There's loungers. You know, it's super nice. Um, and then the second pool is the Oasis pool. So this one is off to the right, um, more quiet. There's a bar there. Um, you can order food, bathrooms. There's cabanas. Um, this one is more secluded, gradual, slow, calm, no water slides. Um, it's where we hang out and just relax. Yeah, I mean, word of the wise, again, it's still a Walt Disney World Resort, so there's still going to be kids. Um, but for whatever reason, they're a little calmer in this pool. And if they're not, then we give them dirty looks or we give the parents a dirty look and then they get calm. But I love it. Like Hal said, I, I love it too, the, the location of this pool because of the, uh, no, this is, this, oh, this is the one with the good bar, right? Yeah, this is, this has the great bar. We, we've met so many good bartenders here and it's just, I don't know, this is another place. This is another pool where when I'm there, I, I know I'm on vacation and, and it's just has a good atmosphere to it. Just great, great vibe. It's probably one of my favorite. Is it the biggest? No, but it's probably one of my favorite pools at, at, at any Disney resort on property. Okay. So as far as rooms, like what kind of rooms can you expect at, uh, at the poly? We're going to actually start with a tink tip. And this is very important because if you're listening to this particular episode, 
chances are you have at least mild interest in booking a room at the Polynesian, or you would have maybe passed this episode. Kyle has a tank tip about what kind of questions you should ask for, what you should ask, and, and what room you should maybe get for yourself. Yeah, so this is one. So maybe you want to actually call Disney World when you're making this reservation. Um, or you can do it during check-in, but I like to just put it in my notes right away, is request specific buildings. Because this is not one giant building that's, you know, all like the contemporary where it's, you know, that's just what it is and it's 12 stories. These are like three-story buildings and they're spread out around property. You don't want to end up in one that's all the way on the end and it's looking at the parking lot. That's not why you're there. So make sure, now sometimes you have to pay more if you're going to want like a, you know, park view or that kind of thing. I don't even care about that. I'm good with a garden view, but I want to choose a building that doesn't matter where it's looking. I'm looking at something beautiful. Again, heed Colin's advice there because we almost made a big mistake. Look at the um, property map before you call Disney and make sure you don't get the building that is facing the parking lot. Unless, you know, maybe that, that doesn't matter to you. It matters to me. I don't want to look out and see like pavement. I want to escape. That's the whole purpose of Walt Disney World. Um, so this is probably one of the most important tips. Look at the property map and request a building um, accordingly. There are different types of uh, – all the Disney resorts have different types of rooms. What are the different types of rooms, Kyle, at, uh, at the Poly? Yeah, so there's traditional rooms, you know, king bed or double queen or whatever. But a couple things to note, because the Poly is a DVC property, it does have studio rooms. So the studio rooms have, like, a queen bed. They have a pull-out sofa bed. They have a fold-down twin bed and then two bathrooms. So it sounds huge, and it's nice. Like, we've had five people in a studio room before, and it's, you get two bathrooms. That's my favorite part. Yeah. So um, that's the studio rooms and the traditional rooms. There are club-level rooms here, so you can pay for that. That um, You get, like, you know, continental breakfast in the morning, and you get happy hour, and you get you know, desserts after dinner, and then you get extra fast passes. You do pay extra for that. Um, but this is one with club-level rooms. And then find the bungalows. I've never stayed there. It's a bucket list item because it is so expensive. So if anybody is staying at a bungalow and you really like us on our podcast, if you would like to invite us, our email is... I'm just joking. I'm not TwoFairyGodfathers at gmail.com. Oh, that's right. That's what it is. Or just DM us on Instagram and say, hey, we want you to stay at our bungalow. We'll buy some drinks. We'll buy a few rounds of drinks. So these are the ones that you see, though, that are over water, like, houses. Two-bedroom, three-bedroom. They're really nice. So um, they're thousands, like $2,500 to $4,000 a night. Again, why do you think we're begging you to let us stay at your bungalow? Again, find us at Two Fairy Godfathers on Instagram. Just DM us. Slide into our DMs, as the kids say. Okay, now I touched on a few of this at the beginning of the broadcast, but um, amenities. Uh, there's a lot of amenities at the Poly, as there should be for the price there, honey child. Um, one of them is transportation. I, again, I briefly mentioned this, but Kyle, again, list off, I mean, this is a great benefit of the Poly. Yeah, so not only do you have the monorail, which actually comes up to the building, you go up to the second floor, you walk out, you go through security, and you're on the monorail, which means when you get to Magic Kingdom, you don't have to go through security again. You can just walk right into the park. You don't have to deal with the lines of all the masses of people getting off the bus from the resort, getting off the ferry, and going through security. You're in front of all of them. So huge advantage there with the monorail being on property. You just walk right out on the second floor. You heard me say a few minutes ago that it's available. You can also take a boat. Here's the one warning that I will tell you. Let's give me, let me give you a hypothetical. You've had a long day at the Magic Kingdom. Like literally you've been there all day and it is now closing and you are exhausted. 
the boat isn't always your best option because it does take a while. Just know that. Yes, it's charming, and you can see the parade um, in the uh, electric um, light up parade. The electric light up parade in the Seven Seas Lagoon. Thank you. I've had a long day at work. Yeah, can you, if you can't tell by Jason's voice, he's wah wah. He's yeah. exhausted. I am. I've done my two shows, and I'm going back to work. So yeah, I'm a little. My mind is like mush, mush melon, but. Uh, yeah, that's charming. That by the way, that parade's been going on. It's a little piece of history. It's been going on basically since Walt Disney World started. So yes, it is charming. But just a word of the wise: if you are capital E exhausted, did I spell exhausted right? Yeah, I, I don't even know that today. Um, take the monorail, girl, because it's it's going to be a little bit uh, longer. But it's it is cute though. I don't know. I, sometimes the monorail's not any faster because the lines are so long. So just note that when you leave Magic Kingdom, it does go to Grand Floridian first. Yes. Then the Polynesian. So. Now, I did mention this earlier, Kyle. Another one of the benefits, uh, as far as amenities is concerned, the ability to walk to the transportation and ticket center. Yeah. So a lot of times we end up getting a studio in, I wish I could remember the name of the building, um, but I want to say it's Raratonga, but I, I'll have I to think look it so, up. Yeah. Um, it's... You look at, I'll look it up while you talk. Okay. It's facing the Oasis pool. It's on the right side of property. So we're not far from the transportation ticket center, which means instead of like getting on the monorail and going to Grand Floridian, Magic Kingdom, Contemporary, then the transportation ticket center to switch and go get on the monorail to Epcot, I just can, you know, walk my little gay ass out the door and walk right down, I don't know. 150, 200 yards maybe, and I am at the Transportation Ticket Center, and I can hop on the monorail. So it is quite the advantage. Yeah, I will tell you, the, the one building you do, it's our building is one that doesn't have an invite. I just pulled up a map, and the one building that is not labeled is the one that we need. Hmm. But uh, let me go to another map here. I want to give you guys the right information here. Um, does this one have it? No, oh my goodness, there's two maps that we have. And neither has the right uh, name. I want it, I want you guys to get the right building because it's very uh, it's very important. Did you find it? Anyway, uh, it's right there. It's so easy. Tokilau. Tokilau. Oh my goodness! I can't believe that we didn't remember that. Tokilau. That's a really good building, y'all. It's like centrally located. It's by the pool. It's by the transportation and ticket center. It's 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 a win win. Yeah, it's cheaper because it's a garden view and. Um, the studios are in there. That's usually where we stay in the studio. So that's why we're in there. Because um, we've stayed in Tuvalu before, and ooh, it's a walk. It is a walk. Finally, buses. I mean, you know, this. I don't know if this is kind of does amenity, like, but you're on property, so all the property, all the resorts on property have this. But you do have access to the Walt Disney World transportation system and the bus system. It does pick you up right outside the Great Hall. It's convenient. Um, we do find at this one, because it's a deluxe resort, uh, the buses run on a pretty frequent schedule. We've never really waited. I don't think we've ever really waited a long time at the Poly. No, and it's shared with the Grand Floridian, so just keep that in mind. Um, but it'll leave there, go to the Grand Floridian, and then the park. Um, so, yeah. One of the other amenities that um, I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about boats is you can rent boats and go out on Seven Seas Lagoon. So you can do the fishing excursions. You can rent a pontoon. They have little, like, speedboat things, which don't go fast, so I don't know if I should call them speedboats. But um, though that is something that, because you're on the water right there, that you can do as well. Yeah. I mean, and again, there's, there's also a lot of kids' activities. Uh, our, you know, you guys know us. This podcast is all about doing Disney as an adult. So if you are listening, and we welcome you, we welcome you families, but if you are listening to us, and you want a list of kids' activities, 
I would refer you actually to Disney Food Blog, and uh, they do a really good job of breaking down all the family activities available at the Polynesian. Well, that's going to do it for us for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Again, press follow, spread the word. If you're a Disney cast member, we heart you. Spread the word about our podcast to other cast members. Um, if you have any ideas, feel free to let us know by dropping, sliding into our DMs or uh, emailing us via Facebook or Twitter. And you can find us at Two Fairy Godfathers. Have a magical week, everyone, and we'll see you next Monday. Bye, friends. Bye.